So if you want to feel centered and aligned, then this episode is for you. I'll show you how to make your own life-changing creation affirmations towards the latter half of this episode. There's so much stigma and incorrect information around affirmations that we need to know why they're powerful and their benefits and also the mistakes people make. So let's dive in. Many people want to navigate life with peace and joy, but struggle to connect to their intuition. They find themselves overwhelmed, burned out, and frustrated. My name is Francesca Phillips, and I'm obsessed with spirituality and psychology and how the two can intersect to help you live a successful and intuitive life. I believe each of us can accomplish amazing things through balance and healthy habits instead of burnout. Consider this your go-to resource for where spiritual wellness and mindful productivity meets practical wisdom. If you're craving positivity and want to know how to find the answers within, instead of searching endlessly without, then you're in the right place. Get ready to feel supported and inspired. This is The Good Space Podcast. You're listening to The Good Space Podcast, episode number 37, How to Create Affirmations That Really Work. Before we dive in, I want to give my warm appreciation to our reviewer of the week, Daisy Cox. And she says, Francesca is a fantastic host who listens to all her guests so thoughtfully and poses a number of strong questions. The topics are unique and extremely engaging. Daisy Cox, I'm so glad you've enjoyed the guest conversations and that they resonate with you. Thank you for being such a wonderful part of the Good Space community. If you want to be highlighted in an upcoming episode and help further the mission of the Good Space, make sure to subscribe and give us a review on Apple Podcasts so I can then highlight your review in an upcoming episode. It only takes a minute. You can pause the episode and come right back. Make sure to screenshot this episode on your phone and tag us on your Instagram story at findyourgoodspace, hashtag the good space to let me know that you're joining in today as you know that I love to share those screenshots on our stories too. Listen, I'm not afraid to be honest here. A lot of people struggle with feeling overwhelmed and burned out, especially at the end of the year. The number one question I'm asked is, how do I know what to focus on? Or how can I simplify my life more and feel more peace? Look no further, my friend. In February, The Good Space is hosting an event with Dr. Amanda Tobe to help you create your own personal compass, which will make clear when to say no, what feels right to say yes to, and how to be truly intentional. This is such a gift, knowing what's worth saying no to and just simplifying the heck out of your life, knowing what's in alignment and going hard on the things that truly feel aligned to your soul. This will be a more personalized community-based process that expands on what you'll learn in today's podcast episode. So if you find your head nodding yes, and you're like, yes, I want to simplify, I want to clarify and move forward with intention and action and just faith, then click on the link in our show notes now to get the deets. All right, here we go. Imagine waking up every morning excited to live a new day. You say a silent prayer of gratitude, then smile as you start your morning routine. Your body feels strong and you feel fulfilled. Maybe this sounds awesome to you, but maybe you're experiencing a different reality. Hitting the snooze button for the fifth time, scarfing down a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, squeezing into your jeans or sweatpants only to plop in front of your laptop going from one distraction to another. If your reality isn't where you want it to be, then I'm glad you're listening to this right now. And don't worry, I'm not here to tell you to say, I'm strong every day out loud in front of the mirror. I don't know about you, but I'm really tired of the surface style clickbaity stuff you find online, especially when it comes to affirmations. It's the equivalent of asking about the weather. 
The truth is most of us have negative belief loops running 24-7 in our minds. We learn this as children and it becomes so ingrained as our guidance system that no string of fluffy positive statements will make a difference. Take, for example, the times I'd send a poorly worded email as an assistant in the music industry, wanting to prove myself but feeling like dirt if I messed up, or when I started dating someone feeling like at any second things would go wrong. No amount of I'm strong or I'm confident would stop me from feeling this sick, sinking feeling in my diaphragm. Or calling a friend, analyzing all possible catastrophes, driving myself literally mad. Newsflash, the bad things never happened. It was a belief of low self-worth at play that attracted the thoughts that would feed into and confirm that negative belief. That's how powerful the tendency towards negativity is. Our bodies will literally look for any proof possible to confirm the negative biases we have towards ourselves. So we've got to bring a stronger force than that. This is why using affirmations the right way could be the difference between continuing to feel like you're suffocating in an emotional prison or finally being let free to breathe fresh air once again. They're also a great self-grounding and confidence-boosting tool. They can help you break away from destructive thinking and go from catastrophe to calm. So if you want to feel centered and aligned, then this episode is for you. I'll show you how to make your own life-changing creation affirmations towards the latter half of this episode. There's so much stigma and incorrect information around affirmations that we need to know why they're powerful and their benefits and also the mistakes people make. So let's dive in. Whether you're conscious of it or not, you're using affirmations 24-7. Louise Hay says, Every thought you think and every word you speak is an affirmation. All of our self-talk, our internal dialogue, is a stream of affirmations. You're affirming and creating your life experiences with every word and every thought. You can also create your own affirmations to affirm a desired state of being, so you can be more conscious about it. Typical examples sound like, I'm strong or I'm successful. And sure, those sound nice, but for most people, we'll ping off their hardened metal armor, hardly making a scratch like Iron Man's suit. We need affirmations that penetrate through our deeply ingrained beliefs. Beliefs and how we think dictate the course of our lives. Dr. Janice Vilhauer says, Your inner dialogue is a profoundly powerful force that ultimately determines the outcome of your life. The key is being aware of and intentional with what you say, and of course, easier said than done. And in case you need more scientific proof about why affirmations are important, let's take a quick dive into some theories that I found. Claude Steele created this well-established self-affirmation theory about the effect of positive affirmations, which dates back to the 1980s. On intelligent change, they say, according to this theory, the process of self-affirmation is activated by threatening information. So those that confront our adequacy or integrity, the purpose of self-affirmations is restoring the perception of ourselves as adequate, moral, competent, good, coherent, stable, capable of free choice or controlling important outcomes, and so on, end quote. So notice how they said restoring the perception of ourselves. We were born knowing we were competent, good, capable of free choice, and more. Somewhere along the way, we collected negative belief villains, letting them dictate our lives until they're stronger than the truth of how good we are. Affirmations swoop in like a superhero to bring balance back. Dr. Janice Vilhauer says, What you say to yourself matters because it is the basis of your actions and your actions create your life experiences. She continues to say, 
Your inner dialogue is also the foundation for your emotional experiences. You can either say things to yourself that create emotions that feel good or emotions that feel bad. You are the only one who can choose your inner dialogue. And quote, that's something we always talk about on the good space is creating the thoughts and habits and trying to make an environment that fosters feeling good as much as possible. I used to think I was stuck being negative my whole life. It was something I saw as an example in my family. I was raised to see that that was the way you do things. And so I thought it was an unchangeable trait because every time I would try to fix it, I would just go back and it would just get worse and worse. And and the intensity of the negativity would just intensify. But once I learned I had a choice, then everything opened up for me. And it will for you too, if you feel the same way or even just a fraction of what I felt. There are actual benefits we get from growing an affirmation practice in our lives. A few studies show wonderful effects affirmations can have on our well-being. In a study titled Self-Affirmation, Understand the Effects, David K. Sherman predicted an affirmation enhances the psychological resources available to an individual to confront a threat. So basically, when your values are affirmed during difficult moments, you're more likely to manage better. So it's not that affirmations erase problems or pretend they're not there. It just helps to cope better, to help you to, to manage it better. Dr. Ronald Alexander, a mind-body psychotherapist, says an affirmation can work because it has the ability to program your mind into believing the stated concept. This is because the mind doesn't know the difference between what is real or fantasy. Awesome. And then Psychology Today and Intelligent Change say that research shows positive affirmations can have a positive effect on a range of behaviors and responses, including decreasing stress and defensiveness by broadening our self-perspective, improving health-related behaviors such as healthy eating and exercise, coping with obesity, helping people to cope more effectively with perceived threats, and even improving academic performance, maintaining a positive identity, good mood, and relationship with others. Sounds great. I'm in. Let's do this. (laughs) Hopefully you feel that same way. If this is what an affirmation can do, then why do so many people see them as ineffective or silly? So here are three main reasons affirmations tend not to work. And I say this so that you can use these reasons when to your advantage as you write your own. So the first reason is people tend to create statements that they don't really believe is true. So the brain resists big leaps. Change triggers its fight or flight mode and also triggers looking for evidence in your mind for why the new affirmation isn't true. So just as an easy example, if you're making 50 grand a year and you write an affirmation that says, I'm making $5 million a year, your brain is more likely to feel triggered to look for evidence why that won't be true because it's such a big leap. Whereas if you are making 50 grand a year, and your affirmation says 100K or 200K, maybe it would be a little easier for it to to slide up to that number. So the key is creating statements that feel like an improvement, but on the edge of what you're comfortable with, something reasonable to believe in. This doesn't mean you're ignoring your ultimate desire or thinking small. So if your ultimate example or ultimate goal is to, to make 5 million, let's say, Just because your affirmation says 100,000, that doesn't mean that you're closing off that possibility. It just means you're working with the makeup of your brain instead of against it. So you're letting yourself take incremental steps. So the second reason is attitude that stays the same. 
So another reason people don't see a difference, even if they've repeated affirmations for months, is they'll say the affirmative statement, but continue to complain the rest of the day. An open, humble mind plus habits and values that support the change you want is key. Like you can't just say something good and then do and say and think all the things opposite of that statement. There needs to be an actual foundational change. And by the way, a morning routine is the easiest way to click into that change. It is literally the snowball point or the point where everything snowballed for me um, in getting my mind aligned in practicing positivity. So if you don't have one or you feel like you need to reboot and reshake up your morning routine and feel inspired again, download my free guide now to get started right away. The link is in the show notes and this guide has changed so many lives and it's really super helpful and amazing. So make sure you download it now. The third reason is we have unconscious, deeply rooted negative beliefs that is so unconscious, you may not even realize it's sabotaging the positive effect of the affirmation. So maybe you have these great affirmations. They're, you know, just on the edge of where you're at and your attitude is great and everything's working, but it's still not really helping you. So there may be unconscious beliefs and that's okay because we all have them. So for this, it's helpful to become aware of the negative belief and then speak a positive opposite to it. So this was an exercise my therapist taught me when I was really just like having panic attacks, anxiety, so negative. I just felt like I had zero control over my brain and it was really scary and overwhelming. And so she said throughout the day, have a piece of paper with three different columns. And in the first column, you write down any negative thought that comes to mind. So write it down exactly as you're hearing it. And then in the middle column, you explain why it's a negative inspired thought. Like, why is it, oh, I have low self-esteem or, oh, I don't believe I can do this. And you just write whatever you feel. And then in the third column, you write why it's not true. Like, why is this not true? And you basically like prove to yourself, okay, there's no real reason to be believing this. And so after two weeks, I started doing this process automatically in my head. I didn't need to write it down anymore. And I noticed the negative thinking lessened by about 80%. It felt so freeing. Um, And really what it was is I just taught myself a different thought pattern. And so once that happens, you release yourself from that feeling of just being trapped. So if this more in-depth exercise sounds appealing to you, direct message me on Instagram, the word belief so that we can make sure to share this in the future because I don't know if it's something you would want or benefit from. So direct message me on Instagram, belief. So that way we know how how much you actually want us to dive into this because we can totally do that for you and give you like a worksheet and everything. Okay, so how do we create positive affirmations? So there are different affirmation practices out there, but the one I like to use is an elevated form of affirmation writing. Inspired by Rachel Hollis, they're called creation affirmations. And the reason they're called creation affirmations is because I write affirmation statements that accept a future event as already here. And I'll share some examples for you, but it's basically a three-step process that I use. The goal is to inhabit the feeling and the thought process of that future event or self. The first step is every morning I write down 10 creation goals I envision as already created that mirror the life that I want. So if you are about money, the good space expanding, a successful writing career, and a thriving relationship with my husband. So a few that I've written are, I intend to attract wealth and prosperity and unlimited abundance. The good space has at least 
certain amount of email subscribers and a certain amount of downloads per month. So you can put whatever numbers you have in there. I write books that flow from inspiration and touch millions. I create digital products that change lives and bring in at least a certain amount a month. I have actual like numerical numbers in there, but I want to leave it blank so that if you use these, you can put your own. I don't want to limit you. My relationship with Matt is vibrant, connected, and filled with meaningful moments. And so it goes on till there's 10. And I write down these exact same 10 every day. I don't change them, but it's only because they feel good. So when I first created my sentences, it took me a few days to get to the final 10 that felt good because that's the key point. You don't want to write anything that feels like you have resistance or resentment towards. So when first making yours, allow yourself to just create them. No judgment. Know that you're going into it, just flowing with what you feel and that you'll tweak them later. So then you would tweak them based on what makes your heart feel good. And if it doesn't, then that means something needs to change. So if you want a full list of my creation affirmations and more guidance on how to make your own, be sure to download my affirmation freebie linked in the show notes. There's a lot of goodies with this episode. So everything I've mentioned is in the show notes. So once I write down those creation goals, I go to the second step, which is sitting for a minute or two, visualizing what that life looks like and feels like if those affirmations were true. It's not super complicated. You don't have to spend like 10 minutes on it, but I just envision the house. I feel the bright, airy energy, the peace on my face. I feel the comfy, elevated clothing. And I allow that feeling to expand, to just sit with myself and to feel it and to know, okay, the person who has all of these things as her reality would feel like this. And then sometimes I'll put my hand on my heart. The idea is to step into that version of yourself now So that everything you're doing, you can gauge against that feeling so that you're working towards being like that person now and you're embodying her emotion and energetic energy now. Because there's no need to not feel that way because of your circumstance. Like Be able to feel that way regardless of your circumstance and regardless if you're close to that outcome or not. So that's the goal. So the third thing I do is every night before bed, I like to list three things I'm grateful for. When I pray, I always start my prayer with gratitude. There's something about getting into a grateful state that opens the gates for possibility and potential. There's nothing that can replace the power of gratitude. Like As soon as you're in a grateful state, you start seeing all these different options and feeling open and and just more receptive to change. So there's no wrong or right way about how to write your affirmations or create them only that they're positive, specific, and coherent, that they connect and resonate with you on a deeper level. So before you start writing them, here are a few suggestions to help guide you. And again, everything I'm saying is written down in the show notes and every link that I guide you to is in the show notes. So don't worry if you're driving or unable to write stuff down. So when writing your affirmations, you want to make each affirmation in the present tense. So even if the affirmation isn't physically true, The idea is to act as if, to plant the seed and set in motion the action needed to actually make it true. Our bodies don't like to have a disconnect from what it believes and its reality, which is cognitive dissonance. So it'll do whatever it can to make it real. So the second thing to keep in mind is create affirmations that are believable. So we did touch on that before. So even if your goal is to make 100,000 a year or lose 20 pounds, but right now you don't believe those numbers are achievable, then write affirmations that you do believe in. Like, I intend to make $50,000 this year in an authentic and happy way. Or, I am five pounds lighter and feel happier than ever. Then once you make those affirmations a reality, you can replace it with the next level affirmation. 
Just because you write it for affirmations that are a few steps behind your ultimate goal doesn't mean you won't reach that ultimate goal. You want to go from one believable statement to the next. Life isn't about meeting an end goal after all. It's about continuing to expand and enjoying the journey. And by the way, I like to add emotion words in the affirmations as well. So like notice how I said, I intend to make $50,000 this year in an authentic and happy way. Usually when you attach a state of being with it, that also makes it more powerful and effective. So the third suggestion just to think about is allow affirmations to be fluid. So as you write your affirmations every day, you'll notice that some will become real, which is great. And others may not resonate anymore. So I've had that happen where I have my 10 and I'll get to number five and something just like, like it kind of feels off to me. And so that's when I know, hmm, maybe there's something changing in my life that's making this not resonate with me anymore. So let's check that out. And I'll just sit with myself and ask why this doesn't resonate anymore. And sometimes it's, oh, okay, just tweak a few of the wordings. Like maybe don't put a money number in there. Maybe it feels better to just have emotion. Like just basically see if there's something you can tweak. And then if not, then just replace it with a new one. Like maybe your priorities change. We're human beings and our desires and preferences and our knowledge, it all grows and changes. And that's okay. Like the person you want to be in five years is not the same person that you are now. That person five years from now has different perspectives, skills, experiences, and abilities, which is good. You want to you wanna be the next level five years from now. And so that's why our affirmations tend to change because you're growing and changing. So you know, we also have different spiritual and emotional seasons, which is great. So let yourself have the grace of flowing with what resonates with you. It's okay. Edit and change your affirmations as you yourself change. So I hope this episode was helpful for you and gave you a new way to look at affirmations and to give them another chance if you gave up on them or to at least boost the ones you already have if you do use them. So again, I have some daily positive affirmation examples on the show notes. And then also we have a download with just a few worksheets that you can write your own and some examples there as well. And I also linked in the show notes, Louise Hayes affirmation ideas. She has a really cool you know, area on her site that has a bunch of different ones. So alrighty, I hope you have a wonderful week. Now it's time for an affirmation. I intend to elevate my thinking and grow into a higher version of myself by being joyfully intentional with my words. If you found today's tips inspiring or thought-provoking, share it right now on social media and make sure to tag me at Francesca A. Phillips or at Find Your Good Space and also weigh in in the comment section at findyourgoodspace.com. You can find links in the show notes. And if you have a spiritual or mindfulness problem that you want me to unpack on an upcoming The Good Space episode or an awesome manifesting story you want to share, give my podcast phone line a ring right now at 917-719-0867. Also, don't forget to download my free morning routine guide. It's what helped me reduce my anxiety, increase productivity, and so much more. The link to everything I mentioned is in the show notes. See you soon.